Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we continue with our American stories. And up next, a story from Brad Server. Brad grew up watching the Three Stooges on TV, not knowing he was related to one of the greatest comic performers of all time. Every day after school, Brad, his brother, and their friends would pile in front of the TV to watch their idol, Jerome Howard, best known as Curly. Then one day, the secret about their unknown grandfather was unveiled. And we're telling this story because on this day in 1952, Jerome Lester Horowitz died. Here's Brad Server, a.k.a. Curly G. To start this journey, we must first go back to Lithuania. This where my great-grandparents, Solomon and Jenny Horwitz, met and married. They later left for America and arrived in Castle Garden, New York in 1890. Here they would start their family of five boys, Irving, Benjamin, Samuel, Moses, and Jerome. Later, the world would know the three and his boys as Shemp, Moe, and Curly. 
My name is Brad Server, and I'm the youngest grandson of Curly Howard of the Three Stooges. This is my American story. When Shemp and Moe were in their teens, they would sneak off to Coney Island to watch the vaudeville acts. They would later join these performers and were then discovered by Ted Healy, a well-known vaudeville actor. In time, they met Lawrence Feinberg, better known as Larry, and they became Ted Healy and his Stooges. In time, Shemp would leave the act and baby brother filled in. The rest is comedy history for the ages. Why, you cowards! You're afraid to say Niagara Falls! Niagara Falls! Slowly I turn, inspired by steps, inch by inch. In 1937, Curly met and married my grandmother, Elaine Ackerman. A year later, they would have a baby girl named Marilyn, my mom. In 1941, my grandparents divorced when my mom was three. My grandmother would remarry a year later to a man named Moses Diamond. My mother lived with them, but would visit Curly on the weekends when he was in town. As my grandfather's health started to decline, her visits were less frequent and she remembers visiting him in the hospital often. In 1952, when my mom was 14, Curly Howard passed away at the age of 48. After my grandfather's passing, she would legally be adopted by her stepfather, who really had become her everyday dad. In early 1960, my mom met my father, Haskell H. Server, in Los Angeles, California. In December, my brother Darren was born, then in 1962 my sister Andrea, and then in 1965 I joined them. My parents though would later divorce in 1971. So after my parents divorced in 1971, it was you know a typical arrangement where my brother, sister and I lived with my mother. Uh, my dad would then move to Pacific Palisades because he was doing uh, well in the insurance agency that he was working for. And then later, my brother would wind up moving in with my dad. A year later, I would move in with my dad. But we really started uh, showing signs that we had something very special uh, in our blood because we were performing. My brother was a self-taught piano player, I think at the age of five. We all loved to sing. We would gather around the piano, my sister, my brother and I, and we could all carry a tune. So, you know, it was great. So we would sing songs. Um, later it would uh, develop into uh, performing makeshift uh, musicals for, you know, my grandparents at the time, or my mom, if, if, if she was to drop us off, we'd say, mom, come in and see this. And we would, you know, we would do the you know, the famous shows of that time in 1971, 72. We were doing Cabaret, West Side Story, Sounding Music. And, and to this time, we came home like every other kid. After school, we came home and we wanted to see the Stooges. So we'd rush home, we'd, we'd watch in, in LA, it was Channel 52, UHF, and you had all the great shows that were coming on. You know, you had Kimba, you had the Three Stooges, the Little Rascals, you had Speed Racer. I mean, all these great shows, but the Stooges is what we came home to watch most. And Curly was our hero. 
My brother and I both loved Curly the most. But the problem with that was, at this age, I was six, my sister was eight, my brother was 11. We had no idea that we were the grandchildren of Curly. We hadn't been told yet. But it was this one day that we found out. I believe I was maybe eight at the time, maybe my brother was 12, somewhere around that time. And my grandmother had taken my brother Darren to see his first Broadway musical, Fiddler on the Roof. And he was at awe when he saw the show. I mean, he after the show, when they were driving home, my grandmother and him, he just kept going on and on of how he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to be an actor and he was just persistent and on and on. I think finally my grandmother said, Darren, enough. I get it. It's probably because show business runs in your blood. Your biological grandfather was Curly from the Three Stooges. What do you mean, Grandma? Yes, yes, yes. Never mind that. You have your grandfather that you have now. So just know that your talents come inherently through your bloodline. And just don't carry on with it when you get home, la la la. So it's like, my brother was basically in shock. You know, he didn't say another word, I think, on the way home. And then he comes home and he tells me. And we're like, I mean, I was like, you have to be, that's not true. Certainly. And he's like, Bradley, it's true. Grandmother told me. And we were just, you know, we were like, what do you do with that? I mean, your heroes become your family. We're not ordinary people. (laughs) We're morons. And then what are you supposed to do with that? I mean, I... Did I really think, or did we really think the next day when we went to school, you know, and tell our friends, the the same kids that came home with us every day to watch the Stooges, we were now saying, oh, by the way, Curly is our grandfather. So, you know, we live with it. We watch the Stooges. We're like, wow, that's our grandfather. And it was like, we didn't talk about it when we were at our dad's once we found out, because of course that's my mom's father. So he doesn't want to hear anything about my mom. They're divorced. My mom, she didn't talk about it because one, she was very young when Curly died. She was 14. When she was three years old, she was, you know, adopted by her new father. So that really became her everyday father. She channeled out the Three Stooges. Curly was just not something that she talked about. And then it was something that we were kind of told not to talk about because even though our grandfather, Moses Diamond, was an amazing man and an amazing grandfather to us, he wasn't Curly Howard from the Three Stooges. So we basically were in check. So, you know, through high school, did did I talk about being Curly's grandson? No, not really. You know, I was already class clown. I was... Space case, I was the guy that they wanted. Everyone wanted Brad Server to go to the parties because I was the funny guy. It was probably only later if I was ever, if someone didn't like me or some guy was gonna kick my ass or whatever, that the guy, they would go, hey, you know, that's, by the way, that's Curly's grandson. And then the, the person would say, oh, okay. And, you know, gave me a little, uh, a hall pass. And you've been listening to Brad Server tell a remarkable story. By the way, what a good shock, right? My granddad's Curly. I bought him a lot of hall passes. When we come back, more of the story of Brad Server 
and in the end, a story of family bloodlines, here on Our American Stories. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we continue with our American stories and Brad Server's story. Let's pick up where we last left off. So I, I continued to, through the 90s, build my career. And I still at this point hadn't met anyone from the Three Stooge family. And I was, I was 30 years old or something at the time. It was just, it's, it, was, it didn't even cross my mind, but it was one day my mom said, hey, um, Aunt Joan, which is Mo's daughter, is having a little reunion at her house. 
And so I went to this reunion where I met my Aunt Joan, Mo's daughter, and it was great. She was an incredibly wonderful, warm lady, and she had so much memorabilia, and it finally was a chance to talk about you know, being the grandson with another family member. And it was, it was great. And it was just, it was so odd that all these years later, why am I just talking to a Stooge family member? It just, the whole thing about being the grandchildren of, of Curly Howard, one of the most iconic comedians of all time, was suppressed. It was like we weren't to talk about it. We didn't talk about it. But now I was, you know, I was with Mo's daughter and, and this would, uh, start turning into spending more time in the future with Suge family members, which was great. But what really turned my life around was in 2000, I had my daughter, Elizabeth Elaine Server. And she's named, her middle name Elaine is after my grandmother Elaine. And I love being a dad. And, you know, had my career, but I still hadn't gotten in the Stooge thing until I went to my first Stooge convention. And these conventions were going on um, for a long time, and they were usually in Pennsylvania, in uh, Fort Washington, Pennsylvania, which is about 30 minutes from Philadelphia. And I went to my first Stooge convention, and I met the fans, you know? And the fans are so endearing and amazing. They love the Stooges to this day. They mean everything to them. And I would hear the stories of how the Stooges changed their lives and how much the Stooges mean to them. I want a piece of turkey. Me too. Oh, so you want a piece of turkey? Yeah, give it to me now. You got it. Hey! (laughs) And then other Stooge family members were at these events. So I started building relationships with them and and that was great. And so I would continue, uh, it was about every year, uh, we would go to these uh, Stooge events. I'd go with my brother and then later I would go by myself. And then I bring my daughter and she got exposed to being part of it and she she loved it, you know, for a while, you know, as she got older, she was like, I don't want to go to these things anymore, but uh, it really was special. And really all the fans out there of the Three Stooges or fans in general of comedy, if you're in the Philadelphia area, there's the largest Stooge Museum, maybe the only Stooge Museum, but it is three stories of the largest and greatest Stooge Museum in the world. It's called the Stoogium, and it's in Ambler, Pennsylvania, which there again isn't too far from Philadelphia. And I strongly recommend that you go there. It's it's a must for any uh, Stooge fan that can go. It's 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 truly amazing. And a couple things that come with you know the singing and the the other talents and be able to play music was out of the three of us, I call us the Grand Stooges. Was I was able to go up this in my register and talk like this. And it was it was like, what? What is that? I'm a victim of circumstance. Uh, who are you hitting? Oh, you're gone. <laughs> Be quiet. But it was like, whoa, I didn't even know that I could do that. All these years later, I was like, wow, I guess that was something that was, you know, God-given. Curly gave me that, that I had this kind of high-pitched voice. Certainly. So... Continued to go to the Stooge events, and of course, social media was happening big then, and it was on Facebook, and I was reaching out to the fans, and going back and forth, listening to their stories, telling 
you know, commenting, them telling, you know, there again, the Stooges brought a lot of these people out of their darkest times. And it meant so much for me to be able to give back and, and tell them thank you and how much I appreciate them and just kind of just building off that. But in, in 2012, you know, something that I thought that would never happen was the Stooges were going to be on the big screen. The Three Stooges movie. So what else happened in 2012? I, on social media, met a friend who now is my business partner, who is the uh, gentleman that is extremely talented named Andy Pagana. And Andy found me uh, shortly after the Stooges movie came out. And uh, he actually tried out for the role of Curly and came in third place. And he sent me his audition video. So I was like, wow, I met this guy that tried out for Curly. He wound up having, he had such a love, not only for the Three Stooges, but had such a background in uh, the comedy uh, trios and duos of of the, that genre. He was, you know, Laurel and Hardy and, and the Marx Brothers and all of them. And we became extremely good friends. And he was a writer. He was a producer. He was producing. He wrote screenplays. He he was a great photographer with filming stuff. So it was like, he was like, Brad, you got to make videos. I mean, he was doing some videos, but it was like, the fans need to see you. I was like, ah, I guess. I mean, I loved, I loved the camera, right? I, I experienced that. So we started um, filming uh, videos. And the first video that I think I remember doing, the it was going to be my grandfather's 113th birthday and I thought that we should do a tribute birthday you know or tribute for his birthday right so so we came up with why not get hit by 113 pies so we spent the day um, going throughout Hollywood and uh, the day and night and we went to different places and some some people were celebrities some people were just people off the street most of them were people off the street and for the whole day and night I just got pelted with 113 pies and I was like honored i was beat i was so tired i was i mean it, it was it was hard but i'm like wait a second the three stooges did this for years and took so much punishment and my grandfather took so much punishment the least i can do is take 113 pies in one day and that video can be seen on youtube on my youtube channel curly's grandson but it, it came out great and it, and the fans loved it right and so 99 percent of the comments which is hard to find these days, were all very positive. They loved it. They laughed. They, they enjoyed it. So uh, Andy and a, a couple of my other buddies that are extremely talented, we started doing video content. So we built the, the Curly's Grandson channel and Andy Bagana's got his own channel. And it's just, it's slapstick type comedy. And I just am myself. I'm Brad Server, that funny guy, but I use my high-pitched voice. But it's just naturally in my nature that I look a little bit like him, which is a blessing because he's a very handsome man. We all know that. But something else came up and it was a challenge that I didn't think that I would ever uh, encounter. And that was a live performance. We're going to be putting on the Three Stooges live and it's going to tour the U.S. And we want you to be the fifth man, which is basically a supporting actor in all the little skits. And... What, what about it? Do you want to be in the show? And I was like, yeah, of course, because we didn't know. Were, were the Stooges still going to be relevant? Was our show going to be relevant? And it was, and it was, 
It was really after the shows where the, the fans stayed for, we did Q and A's and they stood in lines for hours to take pictures with us and to say, thank you so much for bringing us back in time. You know, when things were so much simpler and so much better. I mean, today has so much muck muck and so much stuff going on that going to see a Three Stooges show, a matinee or an evening show, and they absolutely loved it. You know, th there's some things that uh, that happen that I don't have all the answers to that I'm going to work on. And um, I just want to continue to bring laughter to the fans. I want to continue to be in front of the camera. Um, I want to have people go to my channel, uh, Curly's Grandson on YouTube, and, and find me on Instagram and find me on Facebook and interact. And I'll, I do my best to try to reach out to them. And, and Curly G, there again, short for Curly's grandson, build that brand. The, you know, it, it represents my grandfather. I'm, I'm representing his legacy. So I want to continue to do that. And, um, and I just want to thank you for allowing me to be on your show. Oh, and thank you, Brad, Curly G, for coming on our show. And thanks to Greg Hengler for the great production on the piece. And my goodness, my favorite part of this story is when he went to his first Stooge convention. And we are heading, the show is heading to a Stooge convention, we promise you. And there he met the fans who told him how much the Stooges had changed their lives and how much the Stooges meant to them. And then it led to, of course, Three Stooges Live and touring the country. The story of Brad Server, in the end, the story of a family bond between he and his grandfather. Curly Howard died on this day in 1952 here on Our American Stories. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. 
NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.